we think of drug discovery, we might conjure up images of scientists in white lab coats holding test tubes, but a new study searching for drugs to kill dangerous disease-causing fungi had researchers wearing wetsuits and adorning themselves with fishing nets instead. And so far, as Eva Higginbotham has been hearing, it's actually been very worth it. Although we often think of bacteria and viruses when thinking of disease-causing microbes, fungi are a serious and rather neglected cause of illness, affecting around a billion people and causing 1.5 million deaths annually. They primarily affect certain populations, as David Andes, an infectious disease doctor and fungal drug researcher, explained. In patients with normal immune systems, the immune system alone is usually sufficient to fight off fungal invasion. It's, it's most often uh, when different arms of the immune system are compromised, for example, due to chemotherapy for cancers in premature infants and a variety of other really life-saving treatments, for example, transplantation, that fungi can take a hold and cause uh, invasive, very difficult to treat infections. Uh, and they're unfortunately associated with poor outcomes for a sizable uh, majority of these patients. Part of the reason these infections are so hard to treat is that fungal cells are much more similar to human cells than bacteria and viruses. And that means that any drug that is likely to kill the fungal infection is also likely to cause harm to the patient too. There are only a very small number of drugs available to treat fungal infections, and now we're seeing some of the first results of a project trawling through an untapped resource to find more. Tim Buny is a scientist involved in the project. Historically, many of the drugs that we use to treat both bacterial and fungal infections have come from bacteria that were from terrestrial environments. And, and so we know that these bacteria are good sources of potential drugs, but the marine environment has not been investigated to, to the same degree as the terrestrial environment. So we isolate bacteria that are associated with marine invertebrates, and this appears to be an excellent source for potential therapeutics. And so, yeah, we, we go to the sea, use scuba gear or snorkeling to collect some of these, these animals and then process the samples actually on the surface. And now they found a particularly interesting molecule that came from a bacterium they isolated from a sea squirt in the Florida Keys. Sea squirts are these curious, small, fluorescently coloured creatures made up of a complicated arrangement of tubes that sway with the ocean current. We named it turbomyosin, and it's a quite complicated structure. There are a number of ways to classify these molecules, but I think it's safe to say this is just a complex natural product. Once the team saw that this new molecule had the ability to kill off disease-causing fungi and that high concentrations of it didn't harm human cells in a dish, they could test whether it worked to treat real infections. David Andes again. And then we moved to animal testing in different infection models to determine if in an animal model that mimics infections in patients, if we can kill the fungus in that human environment without harming the animal. In this case, small rodent infection models of candidiasis and aspergillosis. And in this case, we were pleased to see that we saw a similar degree of effect in the mice as we did in the test tube. And in fact, we're able to administer amounts of turbinomycin that were a hundredfold greater um, than the amount we needed to kill the fungus in the mouse, suggesting what we would call a, a relatively wide therapeutic window. 
Although they aren't certain yet how turbinmyosin works, it seems to prevent vesicle trafficking in the cells. That is, it seems to stop molecules being moved around the cell properly. There are more studies to go, but if turbinmyosin proves safe and effective in human trials, we'll have a brand new weapon in our arsenal against dangerous fungal infections that can seriously harm some of the most vulnerable people in our communities. And it's also a feather in the cap of the researchers keen on screening more marine life for bacteria that might produce other disease-fighting molecules. It's promising not only for this compound, but for this discovery platform. So we're continuing to mine the marine microbiome, if you will, for similarly effective anti-infectives. So hopefully more to come. That was David Andes and Tim Buny at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. The paper describing that work has just come out in the journal Science.